0: Good morning, it is Thursday, August the 3rd, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Beginning today, before the Lord, bowed down as he's lifted up, consecrating ourselves. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice. Jesus, we belong to you. We're praying in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's entry is entitled, Romans 16, 19, says. Our text is Romans 16, verses 20 to 24. Hear now the word of the Lord. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. Timothy, my co worker, sends his greetings to you, as do Lucius, Jason, Sosipater. My fellow Jews. I, Tertius, who wrote down this letter, greet you in the Lord. Gaius, whose hospitality I and the whole church here enjoy, send you his greetings. Erastus, who is the city's director of public works, and our brother Quartus send you their greetings. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. The word of the Lord. Now consider this. So, yesterday we remembered Paul's closing zinger about false teaching, a.k.a. heresy, and its common origin of human appetites. Today, we come to the bomb drop. Brace for it. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. Lest we forget the biggest of the big pictures of the gospel of Jesus Christ, Paul tosses in this closing grenade. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. There's just something beautiful about making this declaration. It's surprising. The God of peace, we might expect something like, will bless you with every blessing in Jesus Christ. Nope. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. This is straight up, I believe that we will win. There's does Genesis 3, 15 ring a bell? It contains the curse of Almighty God against the serpent, a.k.a. Satan, in the wake of the fall of humankind to his dastardly temptation from Genesis 3, 15. And I will put enmity, enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. This text was echoing clearly in Paul's spirit. Here's the thing about echoes, though. They diminish in volume until they can't be heard. This is true with every voice save one, the voice of the word of God. With God's word, by the power of the Spirit, the echo gets louder and louder and louder. By the time we get to Romans 16, Jesus has handed Paul the megaphone. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know maybe that's loud. But you get the point. There's a little to unknown song of Chris Tomlin I will remember forever. It was one of those songs he wrote before he became Chris Tomlin. It was back in the late 1900s. Chris, along with the legendary Bob Swan, and I started a little gathering called The Harvest within the Woodlands Methodist Church in Texas. On one of those early Sundays, he brought out this song. He called it simply Romans 16, 19. Here are the words. And if you want to listen, I'm linking an old YouTube lyric video featuring the pre-record label Tomlin. Romans sixteen nineteen says... Romans 16, 19 says, I'll sing it, be excellent in what is good, be innocent of evil. And again, be excellent in what is good, be innocent of evil. And the God of peace will soon crush Satan, God will crush him. Underneath your feet and the God of peace will soon crush Satan. God will crush him underneath your feet. <laughs> and then I say below, now repeat this 20 times and you'll have the song. I should mention that the Romans sixteen nineteen says part is shouted. There's definitely some melody there to the Be Excellent in What is Good, Be Innocent of Evil. And that last bit, actually that's Romans 16:20, is declared like a war cry in pure jubilation. In those days, which were the early days of the worship movement that has now circled the globe a thousand times, one of our parishioners brought a decibel meter to church each Sunday to give us the subtle hint that the music was too loud. Let's just say I think that was his last Sunday in the harvest. In those days, Bob Swan, the legendary 40-year youth pastor, one of my best friends, pulled together all the youth pastors in the community, and together they launched a Tuesday night weekly meeting. They called it Fresh Vibe. I'll never forget when that massive group met for the first time. Their volume put our harvest crowd in the shade, especially when Chris led them in Romans sixteen nineteen. And oh my, that's when it hit me. This is not a war cry. It's a victory lap. It's not a bomb. This is fireworks. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. You see, the God of peace will soon crush Satan underneath our feet. Because the God of peace has already crushed Satan underneath his feet. On a hill far away the prayer abba father bless you for the gospel who is jesus christ we love our savior the day of march has come now to make him our lord not just a little bit more but completely altogether we are ready for consecration utter Consecration. We are ready for transformation, complete transformation. And we are ready for demonstration, extravagant demonstration. Come, Holy Spirit, light the fire in our hearts, in my heart, fan the flames. The God of peace will soon crush Satan underneath our feet. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. And the question. Who's ready to sing Romans sixteen nineteen? Who's ready to shout it? For you Methodists among us, do you realize you were once called shouting Methodists? Who's ready in the spirit of King David to become even more undignified than this? I'll lead the way. And for our hymn today, I've already dropped the hint. Who's ready to sing the old rugged cross? It's hymn number 236 in our seedbed hymnal, Our Great Redeemer's Praise. This one comes from 1913. George Bernard. We're going to sing all four verses. We're going to keep it up tempo and moving. We're going to sing it in a spirit of gratitude and joy. On a hill far away Stood an old rugged cross The emblem of suffering and shame And I love that old cross Where the dearest and best For a world of lost sinners was slain. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross. Till my trophies at last I lay down. I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it some day for a crown. Oh, that old rugged cross, so despised by the world, has a wondrous attraction for me. For the dear Lamb of God, left his glory above to bear it to dark calvary we got a stretch for this pitch so I'll cherish the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down I will cling TO THE OLD RUGGED CROSS AND EXCHANGE IT SOME DAY FOR A CROWN IN THAT OLD RUGGED CROSS STAINED WITH BLOOD SO DIVINE A WONDERFUL BEAUTY I SEE For t'was on that old cross Jesus suffered and died To pardon and sanctify me. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross, Rugged cross, Till my trophies at last I lay down. I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it some day for a crown. Last verse. To the old rugged cross I will ever be true, its shame and reproach gladly bear then he'll call me someday to my home far away where his glory forever i'll share all we got church so i'll cherish the old rugged cross Till my trophies at last I lay down I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it some day for a crown <laughs> can't can't beat that one. The Old Rugged Cross. My goodness. I think I'm going to make sure my children know that one today. Um, yes. Well, we're at Thursday of finals week. <laughs> the finale of Romans. Guys, we've been at this for 16 weeks. Every day. And boy, what a joy! What a privilege it's been for me to run this race with you. I've learned so much, and it's changed me. It's changing me every time I, there's so much I hadn't no I was in, intimidated by Romans. I mean I still am, but my gosh, <laughs> the, the depth of the treasures. Of the wisdom and knowledge of God. That's the benediction, you know, back there in chapter, I guess it was 11. Oh, the depth. And I feel like, my goodness, we've just plumbed a, a little bit of it. There's so much here. And we're going to finish tomorrow. We're going to finish with fireworks, with doxology, more doxology. So, um, and as I told you, next week we're gonna have a recap week. We're gonna kind of try to hit a few high points. We'll pick five and map our way through just to just to be reminded, to have the the close memory of the whole thing. Um, and then and then we'll be headed into Acts. Acts of the Apostles. A lot to look forward to. Well That's a wrap for today, and um, I'll be looking for you out on the field. I'm going to be looking for for the dust of seed to be flying, okay? For the Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you, and thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed.